ladies and gentlemen, those of you from this world and the next, it gives me great pleasure to present the Satanic Player Society, traveling sideshow of the Macaw. Join us as we bring you wonders from the abyss, pros from the shadows, and tales of horror and madness. Now, it brings me great joy to introduce you to tonight's performers, each bringing their own skills and talents to the show. Please be standing and give a round of applause for Aaron, the snake oil salesman. He can cure your ills and ailments, your boils and your blemishes. Are you tired of life? I'm sure he has something for that too. Alec, a human cannibal. He knows no fear. Watch as he launches himself with fire and flames. Through bricks and water, meets stirring the fate of bravery. Or, ladies and gentlemen, is it insanity? Christine, the reptilian woman. From the darkest steps of the Amazon, you find this wonderful creature you see before you. Gaze in wonder as she uncoils herself and moves with pride and grace. Her fangs is called Christine, the reptilian woman. And from the darkest steps of the Amazon, you find this wonderful creature you see before you. Gaze in wonder as she uncoils herself and moves with lies and grace. Her fangs also contain the deadliest venom on the planet, which will kill you in a Citizen Horror, the two-headed wonder. One head is female, the other male. But they can find beauties in Japan. For when this devious duo come together, your mind will be irrevocably desecrated. Clover, the magician. She is the master of energy and substance, of time and space. Wonder as she weighs matter with her mystical power. It would be advisable not to get on the wrong side of this city. She might turn you into something unnatural. Jeffrey, the Lion Tamer. This man truly is the Beastmaster. The animals of the jungle and the safari plane bow to as well. But that's not enough for this show. Tonight he brings you performing Demons of Hell. Gregory, the Psychic. Come with him and gaze into the mystic portal. He can see your future. He can see your past and present. He can also foretell your doom. Jesse, the roustabout. She tightens our ropes. She builds the stage on which we stand. And she mends the canvas. She also hides the bodies. Michael Anthony, the descendant of Dr. Lau. He is ancient. He is magical. He has many faces to reflect your soul. Rachel, the Dragon Lady. Her scales are as tough as steel. Her claws sharper than any blade. But that is not the most terrifying thing about this lady. The fire she raised can turn a person to ash in mere seconds. Well, here we are once again, my friends. This is a huge production tonight, folks. 
In addition to our wonderful players, we are grateful for the special guest appearances of Adam Campbell, John Shaw, Tex, Dave Lipscomb, Heather Dakin, and Sarah. Together, we are proud to bring you the third part in the Bill Kill series. Please sit back and enjoy Spilled Blood and Splattered Brains, created by M.R. Stover. Have you ever had the smell of a woman's perfume linger in your mind? A scent that lasted for hours after her departure? A scent you can taste? One that you wanted to drown in? You can see her in your mind, delicately adorning her body with that perfume. The heat from her most desirable flesh dispersing it slowly into the air. And that flesh concealed beneath clothes that cannot hide the shape of her curves and contours that tantalize the mind with sensual and lewd fantasies. A woman whose mere gaze upon you excites and terrifies you. She's almost always just out of your grasp, like the woman that is your secret darkest desire. A fantasy woman, only this one is real and tangible and just unattainable. I would kill for this woman. This fantasy. I know, I know. Sounds a little obsessive, right? Well, maybe I am. I guess you could imagine what I did when she went missing under unusual circumstances. I guess that's how we get here. Oh, did I mention... My name is Jimmy Dean. Yes, like the breakfast sausage. And like the breakfast sausage, I'm kind of a dick. I don't know where she is, man, I swear! Holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. A little scared, huh? Well, you should be. If one of you white light Jesus freaks doesn't tell me where she is, I'm going to do more than just splatter your brains across the wall with my handy-dandy 357 Magnum. My fucking cold python. I'm going to paint the walls with your blood. How did you even find us, man? We're little fish. They don't tell us nothing. Well, I'm a private detective. I used to be a homicide detective. But after a certain incident... I couldn't pass the psych exam anymore. Fuck you, you want to be a cop? You fucking pig. You don't even know who you're fucking with. We're the Baptist crew. He's going to make revelations happen, and there's nothing you can do to stop it. I can give two shits about you magical Jesus white light whatevers. And I can give a fuck about the Baptist. All I want is the girl. And I'll kill every single one of you to get her back. She was a whore, scum, and an abomination in the eyes of the Lord. Actually, she's a secretary. A nice one, too, who smells good. She's my friend, and your self-righteous, hypocritical mob boss, the Baptist, has her. 
Hey, any of you ever watched an autopsy? They usually start cutting here. You're crazy, man. Get the knife away from me. One across the collarbone. And another cut across the collarbone on the other side. And down to the groin. They usually remove the organs nice and carefully. Oh, but I'm such a messy boy. I'm going to take all of that dope and pack it into your mouths just to send a little message to your boss right after I blow your brains out. You don't have to do this! Holy Jesus, by your white magical... Well, that was a waste of time. Killing all these small-time pushers didn't get me information, but it ought to get that bastard's attention. This shit they're slinging is everywhere. It's more addictive than what's usually sold on the street. If I want to find her, I'm going to have to kill a lot of these little fish to get the big fish to come looking for me. It all started when the microwave in her office broke. That's when she came knocking on my door, styrofoam cup in one hand and a wrapped hot pocket in the other. From the moment she walked in my door, I was infatuated. In love with a dream, a reality that I knew would never exist. Her dark eyes were pools I could languish in. I could only imagine caressing the smooth and delicate skin that hid beneath her dress. I wanted her. I wanted to unbutton her blouse and bury my face between her breasts. I wanted to push her skirt up to her hips and take her in my arms and plunge myself into her until we reached some sort of mind-bending, universe-shaking, explicit climax. I could hear it. I could feel it. And that perfume of hers was simply intoxicating. I looked at her standing there, biting her lip, a question held back, wanting, no, needing me. Finally, she asked in a slight drawl of hers. Can I use your microwave? Ours is broken. I knew my desires would never be met. But hell, didn't I know that already? I mean, look at me. I was a drinker and a smoker before being a homicide detective. Before working the meat grinder. Grueling hour after hour only made me worse. The bottle of whiskey in my desk, well, that's just liquid sunshine helping me get through my day. And if Mike's Deli didn't exist, I'd probably die. Though, I'm surprised that it hasn't killed me yet. That Italian beef is a heart attack stuffed into bread. I was also known to have a bit of a temper, even before the 
psychotic break incident. Of course I said yes. And she was sweet and kind and pretty and she was nice to me. After that, lunchtime became a thing. I cherished our time together, as brief as it was. It was enough for an aging man alone in the world. When she disappeared, I picked up a little information from my snitches on the streets. I knew from what they told me that I had to act fast. I killed a lot of people. Where are they taking the girls? Fuck you, man. We don't know shit. Ah! You... You killed? Tell me... Where they're... Keeping... The girls. I had rather die. Fine by me. fanatics. Guess I'm going to have to keep killing them until something gives. Where is she? Where are they keeping the girls? You? I'll never tell you. Where are they keeping the girls? Heaven awaits me, heretic. Fucking fanatics. Spill your guts, or I'm going to spill them for you. It's him. Where is she? We'll never tell you. Where are they keeping the girls? After all of that, not a single one was willing to spill. Fanatics, all of them. Straight up, goddamn Jesus freaks. I've killed all the little fish. I guess now I just go home and wait for the big fish. What I didn't expect was that he would be there. Waiting for me. He wore dark slacks and a three-piece suit. Wingtip shoes and a silver pocket watch. Glowing red eyes and red skin. And he had horns. Hello, JD. I thought I'd meet you one day. Probably after a heart attack or when some wise ass killed me. Well, you're probably right. Do you have some glasses? I brought us some whiskey. Sure. Do you want some ice? Yes. Ice is a rare commodity in hell. Unless one of you humans does something exceptionally extraordinary. Then it freezes for a day or two. It happens maybe once or twice a year. So, let's get to the point. That's what I like about you, JD. You're a real goal-getter. I know you would kill for her. Have killed for her. She's in the hands of some very bad people. People that I want dead. I would kill them myself, but their movements are hidden from me somehow. 
I've tried to warn them, but they just won't listen. They force my hand yet again. So, what do you need me to do? They're going to kill you, JD. Tonight. I could stop them, be here to prevent it, but I kind of need you dead. I need you to be my agent, and to do that, I need you undead. I'd die for her. It's a deal. Yes, you would die for her. Then you'll live for her, in a manner of speaking. Let's do it. Done. When it's all said and done, I'll have my agents come and wake you up. Afterwards, you'll need to keep smoking, drinking, and eating those sandwiches you love. It'll keep you... fresh. I must be leaving soon. Long enough for you to kill off that bottle. And, JD, take as many of those sons of bitches down with you as you can. I'll see you in hell. Yes, someday you will. Goodbye, JD. Happy shooting. Come get me, you bastards. Hey, boss. I've got some bad news. Ariel, can't you see that we're eating? Michael's mom made us macaroni and cheese. Don't ruin the mac and cheese, Ariel. My mother never even taught me how to make mac and cheese. That's because all your mother ever taught you was how to make dope. Stuff it, you guys. Bylena, all you're good for is for the shit that we're pushing. Ariel, you're a little temperamental today. Don't let these characters rattle you. Just tell me, what is the bad news? Someone whacked all of the Jesus freaks. Holy shit! How the fuck did one scumbag kill all the freaks? How should I know? Guy's nuts. They started calling him the heretic near the end. He wants the girls, boss. He'll never have them. Never. Sure thing, boss. We know who he is, where he lives. Hell, we even know where he eats. So? Tell us already. He's a fucking private investigator. He used to be a detective until he n nearly beat a perp to death. He lives and works in shit creeks and eats at Mike's Deli. Hmm. This changes things. We have to make the plan happen faster. We'll need to hit hard and fast. Then we'll worry about the other things later. Wylena, we need more of that stuff you make. Much, much more. And Philip, take care of this heretic. Tina, Michael, and Ariel, we start phase two and three. I still don't know why we have to start blowing up and burning churches. Don't you think that's gonna frickin' piss off God or something? Let's not forget mosques and synagogues. We gotta blow and burn those up, too. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to explain. We are going to change the world, and my organization is going to make you royalty. We are going to build an army straight from the people. We are going to break the chains that bind them and will bring them to the love, the white magical light of Jesus Christ. Yeah, sure, but... You see, their minds are controlled by those idol-leaded institutions. And once you burn them down and blow them up, they will be without direction. And angry. 
They will point their fingers at one another and go to war with each other. Each institution blaming the other for starting the fight and retaliating. Then you turn the citizens on each other, set neighbor against neighbor. Build them up with mistrust. We blow up a house at the end of a street. Maybe it has a black family in it. Or maybe it's a white family. So we blow up more of the same and spread the old hatreds of race and religion. Then we'll turn neighbor against neighbor. Then the meek and the frightened will cower close to their comfort boxes, basking in its HD glow. And there they will see, all over the networks, the words and the wisdom of the televangelist. And they will be moved to him and rally around him as an army. And once the reverend shows up, we will build a new world order. And you, ladies and gentlemen, will be its lords. Spread the word. Wylena's magical powder will no longer be available for cash or for favors of sex and depravity. Only favors of action will buy it. And we will heap it on them like gold. Wylena, get cooking. Philip, take care of the heretic. Ariel, Tina, and Michael, we initiate phase two and three. Now. Sure, this is the right place. God, stop complaining. Stop it, both of you. This is where Master says to go. He's never wrong. Do you think we're gonna have to fight? Probably. Then I better do my thing. <laughs> I wish she'd stop doing that. Oh, you know you like it. That's the problem. You're such a pervert. Here, have a beer. It'll take the edge off. Thanks. What about you and that whole cuddling kittens thing? Me and Sprinkles hung out all morning. And there's about to be enough violence to really get my motor running. I think her motor is running. Drink your beer, mister. Can somebody hand me my vodka? Bill? Yeah, sure. I don't know how you can drink that candy-flavored stuff. Where'd you get that ring, Bill? I got it from iSatanist.com. They have some really cool shit www.isatanist.com? I'll have to check them out. Go to www.isatanist.com and buy me stuff. You'll have to work for it, Missy. Pervert! Holy shit, it's go time! There they are! Cut your face off! I don't know. Who cares, Bill? Just kill them. Holy shit. Does he have a hand cannon up here? Did they get him? I think so. Kill the monsters! Here they come. Ah! 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 
Is that all of them? I think so. We gotta get him out of here. Holy shit! They, like, totally blew his head off. It's, like, everywhere! Shit. What do we do? Um, use those old sandwich wrappers on the table over there and start scraping up the pieces and put them in that pizza box over there. That's seriously gross. Stop complaining and help me. Can it, mister? Fly, take the box. Help me drag this guy down to the car. Holy shit! Look at all those fires! Come on, Ryanfield, we gotta get this guy out of here. Ugh, it's so gross sitting ne next to him. Shut it, Missy. Wow, it's like the whole city is burning. Is that a police barricade up ahead? It looks like a DUI checkpoint. Both of you knuckleheads should know. Bill, turn into that alley. We have to get this guy put back together. Alright. Fly, do you have that sandwich? Italian beef provolone with hot peppers? Extra greasy. Plus, two bottles of cheap scotch and a pack of unfiltered? Yeah, got it. Uh, let's move him over to those crates so we can sit them up. He's so... Heavy! Ugh. Keeps leaking on me. <sighs> almost. Almost there. Finally. How do we do this? Fly's gonna slop whatever was left of his head into his neck. Then she's gonna pour whiskey into it. Then, when he wakes up, we'll do the rest. Alright, here we go. This is so gross. Ew, his head is growing back. Now time for the sandwich. <sighs> All right, just take it. <laughs> you feeling better? <laughs> Whoa! That's normal. So, I'm dead, huh? Undead, actually. Good. Let's go find her. Whoa, hang on just a second. All this activity, all the gunshots, explosions, and fire are not totally on the ammo. I gotta call the boss. Six, six, six. I'll put it on speaker. You've reached the office of all scratch. How can I help you? Hello, Marilyn. It's Renfield. Is the big guy in? One moment, just a second. Old Scratch, it's Renfield! I'm on the can, Marilyn. Tell him to wait a second. Put the cigarette out. Put the old Nico and get the lead out. This sounds important. All right, all right. I'm here. One moment, just a second. Hello? Boss, things are really crazy out here right now. What do we do?
Oh, it's going to be another hot day in hell. Brimstone levels are steady at 39%, and it looks like sulfur levels are at a high of 59. Whoa, if you're allergic to sulfur, get on down to Hell Greens and get some sulfur nays. And to you, Red, what's going on on Earth? Well, Horny, seems like utter chaos and pandemonium. Far more than usual. Looks like that terrorist organization, the white magical light of Jesus Christ, is at it again. Sounds like a quiet spring morning in Belfast. <laughs> oh, you. Now, we take it to Mendez. How's it goatin' at the Lake of Fire? <laughs> well, Red, lots of bikinis and pina coladas. Those bastards moved much quicker than I anticipated. Do you have JD with you? Yeah, and he's packing. Good. I need you guys to get to the old church on Hill Avenue. I know it's across town and you're going to have to go by foot, but you're going to need to get there ASAP if you want to stop the Baptist from televising his planned sacrifice. I have an immediate situation that requires my intervention, but I'll get there to help you as soon as I can. Marilyn, who's watching Jacoby? Oh, if you come across those batshit hopped up on crazy looking motherfuckers carrying white duffel bags with the Chicken Go logo on it, kill them. You heard him. Let's get the booze and the weapons from the car and get going. Each of us is gonna carry a duffel bag full of extra magazines. We're gonna need the firepower. JD, we put a bunch of speed loaders and grenades in your bag. Let's get moving. What's going on out there? You know those fanatical Jesus Greek drug pushers you and I lead? Yeah? They're bosses. A fanatical disorder called the White Magical Light of Jesus Christ. They're trying to bring a new world order. Ruled in their name. They're trying to kill my girl. Hey you! With the chicken go duffel bag! What are you doing with that dynamite? Just gotta blow up houses and shit. Then I can get all the magical white powder I can get! Don't move, buddy. <laughs> nice shooting. Thanks. All unauthorized personnel will be met with Hey, you! And the chicken cover! Remove your vehicle from the premise! Hey, you! Stay in your van! You! In the way body armor! Disarm vehicles! Get back in your van! Kill them all! Let's cut his army down! Die, you bastards! Right away, you bastards! 
contact with Philip and Tina, sir. That is unfortunate, but it changes nothing. I've put out as much product as I can. I need materials to make more. Michael, I need you to go out there and secure the materials. There's rioting in the streets. The people are fighting against each other and the police. The National Guard is here and they've secured the chemical warehouses. I see. I shall proceed directly to phase three. Then, during the results that are sure to follow, I want you to take a team of knights out to secure the materials we need. Ariel, make sure the compound is on high alert. It's time for the sacrifices. <sighs> I'm running low on energy. I could use a sandwich. Oh, I need to, uh, you know... And drink some vodka. We killed enough of those chicken-go terrorists that my gas tank is full. But we'll stop at this surprisingly untouched liquor store here. Good. I need a refuel. Yeehaw! There you go. Oh, good. Beer. Scotch. And a shitty tuna sandwich. I'll be back. What's she doing? Oh boy, wouldn't you want to know? You both are perverts. Well, here's some peach snaps for when she comes <laughs> out of there. That's weird. How'd that happen? Attention, citizens of America. I, on behalf of the United States government, declare war on all organized religion, above ground and below. We declare that on this day, the national religion will be atheism. It's what our country was founded on, goddammit. Your gods are all dead and worthless. You will all become atheists and communists, or you will suffer the same fate as these young heretics. That's her. What are they doing? No, 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 no. They're going to burn them alive. <laughs> I'll kill them all! You are now all atheists and communists, united under one, no God, in universal health care. Submit to the federal government or be burned alive. That is all. Oh, and we're going to take all your guns. Goodbye. 
It's the big guy. Hello? Renfield, listen to me carefully. The situation has escalated far beyond what I had anticipated. Turns out the organization has had some help from heaven, which explains a lot. Those nutcases are going to capture a large chemical storage facility to make and distribute White's magical powder all across Northern America. You, Fly, and Bill need to stop them. Now. What about J.D.? Tell him to loot the dead for body armor and load up on firepower. Tell him to unleash his wrath on our original destination. Get Jacoby on it, now! Reinfeld, things are hella crazy down here. Complete your objectives, I gotta go. Did you hear that, JD? Yeah, it's killing time. There she was. My one desire. My secret love. My delusional fantasy. With her as my friend, I lived the perfect life. Had the perfect lover. My... Girl. If she only knew what she truly meant to me, maybe she could have given me a chance. I may be delusional and batshit crazy, but I'm not stupid. I knew it would never happen. Despite my desires to touch her sensuous curves and drink in the scent of her skin and hair, despite how much I wanted to lose myself in the depths of her body, I knew it would never happen. And despite my longing to drown in the depths of her dark, liquid eyes, eyes that had been staring at me through the TV screen, Pleading, scared and confused. I could only ever dream of those things. And my dreams would fade away in the flickering rays of a sun risen too soon. I watched. As she burned. I watched the soul of the person I longed for, cared for and loved burn for having been guilty for no other crime than being young and pretty. Her agony and untimely cruel end. Watching that killed something inside me that wasn't already dead. I vowed then as I unleashed a torrent of fury upon my surroundings, that I would live as the instrument of the complete and utter annihilation of those who have taken her away from me. I made a deal with the devil to live again, to live for her. And I will spend that life wiping those scumbags off the face of the earth. I will send them twisting and screaming to Tartarus. It is killing time. Fully loaded. Check. Bootstraps pulled up. Check.
Idiot box protected. Check. And so I tread upon the bones of the earth, armored in fury and bearing the arms of wrath. I shall kill upon sight all those crazy enough to cross my path. I'm gonna light this bitch-ass house on fire! Light magical power! <laughs> this must be their base. Hey, you! You can't be this close to the compound! Yeah, get out of here before we put a bullet in your head! Even with all this armor, the amount of bullets singing through the air is enough to make me have to take cover behind some shitty car. They have me pinned down. Last bullets in my cylinder. Just to let them know I'm still fighting. I have a whole bag of grenades. I'll reload and shake things up a bit. <laughs> Eat shit, dirtbags! That was like poking a beehive with a stick. Good thing I'm strapped. Time to bring the fight closer to them. Real motherfuckers! I run from car to car, tossing the grenades and keep their heads down. Ugh. That stings. But the body armor keeps them from taking me down. So does being dead already. Will you idiots kill that thing? Get into the facility. Send all your boys down here and more I can take. <laughs> Got you. Not so fast, freak. I always gotta do things myself. Ugh, my arm! legs out from under me. I don't know what kind of freak you are, but now you're a dead freak. You ain't got an arm to fire that hand cannon, and you ain't got no legs to run for cover. Uh. 
I guess I'll have to have me a drink of bootleg and then unload this drum into your face. She's got liquor and I've got my knife. Those wingtips stepping on my chest leave her Achilles heel. Nice. Eviseration isn't quite what I did to her, but it's close enough. I took her flask of bootleg. Oh, it's enough to reattach my arm and leg. Barely. I think I can pull the trigger. I'm in bad shape. Things are quiet now. There's smoke and the smell of blood in the air. A steel door bars my way into the compound. A church sits on top of the hill in the middle of it all. going to have to use the rest of my grenades to blast my way inside. Time to reload. Psychos. Time to die, assholes. Many. We got him, sir. You're clear to leave. Fly! Get JD out of here now! They got away, boss. I know, but it doesn't have to be a total loss. Lunatics! We'll shove a meatball sandwich down his neck just as soon as we get out of here. Bill, get out of here! 
This place is about to go up like a nuclear test site in New Mexico. Cram that sub between his teeth. Got it! Pour some scotch on it. Check. Good to see you back with us, JD. Let's go. We got work to do. I awoke to a world turned to floating ash and fire. Smoke curled to the sky from countless sources. Chaos and anarchy were rampant in the streets, and neighbor had turned against neighbor. It would appear that the Baptist had initiated his own revelation, brought on the apocalypse, and despite all the death and carnage I'd seen inflicted by my own hand and the hands of others, I was unmoved by the world's plight indifferent to its suffering. All I could fathom was the terror and desperation in the languid eyes of my girl. I had failed to save her, failed to kill the monsters that took her life from her, took her from me. But now I've become more of a monster than they, and I've taken the form of the great beast that lurks below. And I vow that I will litter the earth with the spilled blood and spattered brains of all who stand in my way. Then I will tread on their corpses on my way to kill those who are responsible for taking my love from me. The dragon, the great beast called Old Scratch, says we have work to do. It is killing time. Next time. What do you think? Will you let us in?